Mm, welcome back. Oh. I actually tried to drink that like I would like soda or something to taste it and then just pound it like I usually do a shot. Smooth though, isn't it? It's good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even a big vodka drinker, but I can drink that like sip on it. Like, Oh, by the way, this is what mm-hmm. threw me over the... I puked uh, Wednesday. <laughs> oh, when we went out? Yeah. I drank all that beer and... Dude, this is not we the had first time shot. in recent history that I have you become like an, a late an adult onset puker. I don't is think that? so. I don't know what it is. It's just twice in the past. There was that time in, in my backyard. <laughs> I don't know what it is. The problem is I don't shot spit up. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Uh, I tend not to eat dinner sometimes, and it's like it, you know if I go out. It I mean, do we have to have an intervention? Is no, no, by no means. Yeah, you're eating dinner. You I'm guys drinking dinner. You guys know me, man. I can hold mine. Yeah, but you know, it's getting older. The old liver. That's true. Maybe that. No, nah, I wouldn't. That, I don't drink that much. I've never been that much of a boozer to where my liver was terribly shot. There's no way. If anything, my lungs just from chain smoking when I get drunk. Mm. That's my big bugaboo. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> welcome to share your fucking buzz. Well, I will tell you, Rekavaka will not make you puke because the stuff is pretty damn good. And like I said before, uh, like, I'm not a vodka drinker, but this stuff is so damn smooth, man. It's like, you don't even realize. It's not the, uh, your typical, uh, your typical, like, apple teeny, you know, uh, girl at a bar, high, a college girl at a bar, uh, you know, vodka drink. Could be. Could be. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. Yeah. That's good shit, man. Yeah, it definitely has a sweetness to it. Yeah, yeah. it's mm-hmm. good vodka. It's really smooth. So. First time I drank it, I was like, can really? Because normally, I, I'm like, you guys, I don't, I don't really drink much vodka, but. Yeah, just some drink. This shit just hurts. Yeah, I remember yeah. growing up, you know, especially I guess because when you grow up, the first thing you drink is like skull or something. Oh, you know? yeah. Just brutal the whole way down. Yeah, I don't <coughs> remember what my first drink was. Skull I know and I spread. did. I know I drank booze before beer. I thought beer was gross, and I actually didn't mind the taste of whiskey. I was yeah. like, oh, this is not too bad. Yeah. Mine was a uh, was a beer. It was yeah. a forty. Like the first time you actually got a buzz, kind of yeah. thing. Drank a forty. Oh, yeah. What was it? Uh, it was, tell, me, tell me it was Mickey's Big Mouth. No, it was, uh, it was fucking St. Ives. St. Ives Special Brew. Yeah, you remember that nice. shit? Yeah. Fucking malt liquor. So I guess technically malt it wasn't liquor. a beer, but... Whew, God. Malt liquor's terrible. Dude, I know about that, that St. Ives. <laughs> yeah. We but used to... Uh, trick. We used to go to a special bodega in Orlando where they would, they would sell to us that even though we were like 19, and they would... Uh, they wouldn't sell to you over the counter. You you would pick out what you wanted, pay for it, and then you'd go outside and he would bring it out to your car because you couldn't be seen mm. walking out of the store with it. Good man. But he would just he's like, you go outside, we deliver. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And that's uh, so we just me and my buddy Brandon would get off of work and go out there and hang out and nice. So yeah, I know I remember how I got my first drink like that with St. Ives. It was a uh, there was you know Nolan's Rose known for having a, a large Mexican American population, and so. <laughs> We would. Uh, you right there, dude? Yeah. We would chase down Mexicans in the street. Like, we would just drive up and just find random Mexicans. <laughs> I don't know if you want to tell the story. <laughs> Why? Are we it's being funny. recorded right now? Or yeah, we are being recorded. So but, we, but we would tell these dudes, like, hey, man, 
if you buy us a 12 pack or you buy us this, we'll buy you, you know. A okay, of okay. Beers I too. see. I, I thought this was yeah. going down a route where you were like mugging Mexicans. Yeah, on this no, <laughs> no, 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 no. And it was hard to, you know, of course, we. You talking awkward paws in there? That was like, we used to run down Mexicans. Yeah, yeah, let me fix my seat now. Yeah. After I said that. Um, but no, yeah, they would buy us beer and we'd buy them some. I should have you know, known that them. wasn't the story because you can't run a Mexican. <laughs> but no. Not bad. I chased um, a Mexican once. Did you? I couldn't catch him. Really? That's true. Is this too, why, why were you chasing this Mexican dude? Him and his boys egged my parents' house when I was a senior in high school. So me and my buddy tracked him down in the hood and pulled our car over, and they split up. And one of them went one way, and all the rest went the other. We were like, let's chase the one, duh. <laughs> Pick you out know? the fucking low-hanging fruit. Dude, he was, like, <laughs> he was pretty high up there, it seemed. It ended fast, up being huh? so, yeah, he was fast as hell. And then nice. we had to walk back to our car. Well, guess who's waiting by our car? The rest of his friends realizing, oh, it's just two guys. Why do we run? We've got, mm-hmm. like, three or four of us. Two bus heads? Yelling at surprise. We kind of kept our heads down and, like, Nudged around with them a little bit. They they definitely were trying to get us to swing, but we just got in the car. Like, well, we, at least they gave you the option exactly to not to have you know to no swing kidding. or not mm-hmm. to you know. Those are very polite gangsters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. They, they like they had, there was a code about them. Like, you know what, sir? That I shall not draw the first punch. Yeah. It's <laughs> funny they knew that you knew you fucked up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Or it could have been these guys live like right down the street from us. And they knew. Yeah. It's not like halfway kill. Get a little turf right. war. Yeah. 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 Kind of thing. There going. is that thing that people and when I lived in Orlando, I was a homeowner, and I've there's not really like Orlando's not an apartment complex town. Um, pretty spread out. I it's know. pretty. It's pretty spread out, and there's a lot of people who just rent houses or have houses in like subdivided neighborhoods. Or maybe I just grew up all in the sub in the in the uh, middle class white suburbia. But it was like most people had houses, and you would throw house parties, or you would have people over, especially as you got a little older, got settled down, get married, or whatever. And but everybody kind of got there really fast. Like all of my buddies were all in our twenties when we got married and got houses, and we all made. We were doing shitty ass jobs like construction and shit, but we were making good money. So we were, you know, you're 20 year old rich, you know, you're blind, mm-hmm. stupid shit, buying mm-hmm. houses and all that. So, but you have that mentality of a 20 year old. So you'd always go to each other's houses and throw house parties, whatever. And sure enough, somebody would get some kind of altercation or they'd be loud or they'd be, you know, fight with the neighbors or something. And you're like, when it happens to you, you're like, man, I fucking live here. Like, I have to deal with these neighbors when you guys go home tomorrow. And, like, I have to actually live here. Yeah. Like, these people, like, I walk my dog with these people. Like, I got to see this guy at the mailbox tomorrow. Hey, Bob. Like, yeah, yeah. So, like, you're out there, like, you're naked lighting fireworks in my front yard or, or, like, fighting with my, like, it's like, dude, you you can't do this. Like, we're adults. So, you like, yeah. Uh, Like, the worst was, like, um, the unexpected guy who thinks it's cool to, like, light up a dube in the backyard or something. And I got a subdivided neighborhood. And you're like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, dude, my neighbors are grilling next door, <laughs> and wow. it's, and like one buddy will just be like sparking up, like, oh, what, this is not cool. I'm like, I'm like, no, it's fucking not. It's cool, outside, dude. bro. It doesn't count. <laughs> right, right. I'm like, goddamn, dude. It's just a skunk, dude. It's fucking. There's, there's kids playing in a swing set next door. You're blowing right in their face. I never forget. I played football in uh, in middle school and high school, and we were. Uh, we were at a game, I think it was at Cameron or somewhere, you know, in the middle of the city, Nashville. We're playing this team. We're all in the football field. We're like, what the fuck is that smell? You know, you know the smell of marijuana. It's basically like a skunk, you know what I'm saying? And there's these kids up there, 
at a middle school football game, just toking out, and they totally get arrested. And we're sitting there, like, on the field. We're standing there on the field watching these dudes get arrested. I was like, y'all are some stupid motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Like, you got to pick and choose your battles, man. Yeah. Everybody knows you go under the bleachers. That's it. See, they were sitting at the top in the corner by themselves. Because you think you're up top. That's stoner logic. You think you're up top, the smoke's going to go away. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nowhere to run, dude. They had nowhere to go. They were up there in the top left corner, and they were just like, uh, fucking idiots. Also, and, and, and we were all guilty of this at some point. It's not like we all did something stupid or, like, totally gave ourselves away. But uh, most of the time, especially high school kids, like high school stoners, look exactly like stoners. Like, if you're going to smoke weed or you're going to go out, like, do something bad, don't advertise it by looking exactly like yep. the stereotype of that thing. Like, if you're running, like... If, if you're a drug dealer, why would you have a drug dealer-looking car? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Just drive a nice Honda Accord, you know? Mm-hmm. No tinted windows, regular yeah. wheels that come on it, you know? Just be <laughs> if you're going to slang dope, don't drive a fucking pimp mobile, like a, yeah. a, a, like an 86 Caddy on fucking or, on spokes, yeah, on Dayton's, fucking, with fucking white walls. Yeah, man. A $45,000, what is this? Or even more, like, what's this $80,000 car doing in the hood? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, something's out of place here. Actually, there was an article. I don't know if it was Reddit or something, but somebody wrote an article up and about how the stereotype about drug dealers making a ton of money is, is false. Like drug dealers actually make as much about as like a middle, uh, like a, yeah, a middle min- minimum wage, job, like true, a minimum yeah. wage fucking job. Like they don't make Whole that much money. Wage, yeah. By the time you add in, like you know, how much they smoke their own product. Yeah, you get high <laughs> yeah. in your own supply. All that shit. <laughs> because like a lot, of, yeah, you, they might have a nice ass car and some chains, but they live with their mom in the right. hood, where it costs like you know their rents like five hundred bucks. And yeah. I watched this uh, British gangster movie called Layer Cake. You ever seen that movie? Uh-huh. And that's one of the big themes in the movie. It's like never do your supply, and that's how this one guy, basically Daniel Craig's character, was this dope dealer. He sold uh, cocaine, but a very large quantity. You know, he wasn't a small guy, but he didn't do anything. He was clean, worked out all the time. He just happened to sell. Uh, uh, cocaine or whatever and he was trying to get out of the business and something happened you know he ended up like whatever but yeah I don't know where else should we start the show going with that <laughs> yeah, yeah ladies and gentlemen guys and dolls coalesce cogitate cavort with us sorry I screamed that a little bit too much I'm in a screaming mood today woo I'm um I'm, I don't know man I gotta get I gotta get hype I've been kind of like I was in like I was coming down when you guys came over can so I be the doll like guys and dolls I want to can you be? You could be the doll. I'd be a girl tonight. Nice. Big titties and all. Ooh, I did go see a drag show for Fat Halloween, booty. which was was nice. Big titties. I think I saw. I think I told a little bit about this last time. The uh, the drag show. We went to go. We, first of all, we paid twenty bucks to get into play to go see a drag show, which was highway a, robbery. Ten dollars the most. Yeah, but uh. That's anyway, well, um, see, we haven't even started the show, and we're tangenting already. Ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, <laughs> welcome to episode <laughs> episode one hundred and fifty two of Share Your Buzz. I am Tony. Yo, I'm Chris. And uh, Chris, you have some guests here we tonight. Some guests. We, we have some guests, but these we are do, yeah. they happen to be attached to actually, you. Yeah, I need to shut the fuck up and just let you run this thing because I'm here with my band. Well, I guess you're our band, Malibu Blackout. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's up, guys? We got Corey Johnson. Oh, what's up, Woody Wooderson? What's your real name again? <laughs> David Woods. <laughs> David hey, Woods. Hey. I always like your name. His first name is Woody. 
That's all not... I've ever heard you call. Well, so I think it's funny because uh, I think Woody Tony, Woody you Woods. might have tagged a random Woody Wooderson on Facebook last week. <laughs> I think I did. I think yeah. I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I'm Woody Wooderson. Uh, Woody Wooderson was probably like, damn, I dropped a hot thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Corey yeah. is... Uh, Actually, uh, that person friended me, so I thought it was you. Oh, okay. <laughs> and okay. I was like, so I may, he might have just been a fan of the show. So some fan of the show just got linked with you guys' band, which is pretty fucking awesome. We appreciate yeah. that. So if you're Woody out there... <laughs> Keep tagging Randy. Hey, Woody yeah. Wooderson. And thank awesome. you, sir. Hope you enjoyed it. It's kind of funny. I'm just gonna from now on. Single. I'm gonna I'm gonna go through our fan page and pick one person a week to tag on our posts. Yeah. And make famous. Let's do it. With all our 600 listeners. <laughs> Let's do it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we got Corey. That's the uh, main vocalist, guitar player. Oh, you're the main vocalist. Shit, uh. that's you, dog. And then uh, David Woods, Woody, Woody Wooderson, is a bass player, backup vocals and stuff. Chris, what do you do? Why are you even here? I don't know. <laughs> I don't do shit. I play drums. The whole hurricane. Hurricane, he, he plays drums Man. and he is the lead singer. I am not the lead singer. Main vocalist. <laughs> so here's the deal. I'm no longer a like hurricane though. I'm just I'm been I'm down a tropical you're no longer the hurricane. I think you're still a hurricane. You just may, you might just, not be. Lost See, I never I never saw you when you were I didn't know you when you were in cat five status. So I was. I mean I think I, now you're like a hurricaneator because you're still like a hurricane on drums, but you got like another element coming in, another storms a brewing mm, in the vocals. Mm, hurricaneator. Uh, like technical it. term. Mm. Hurricaneator. Like <laughs> <laughs> Get that tattooed. <laughs> well, it's about Drake's time that we got you guys on the show all together because yeah. Chris has been trying to hinting at you guys, and it's kind of perfect timing because you just released your first single last week, right? Yep. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Sure and that's on all yep. the major... Um, Spotify, iTunes, all yeah, that it's, stuff. Yeah, it's a digital release only, so, but yeah, it's on all the major DSPs. Nice. Yeah, Spotify. What's Apple the name music. of that track? Uh, what I've Done. Yeah, yeah, so it was uh, it's the first of three. We tracked them all at Welcome to 1979 over in the Nations. Shout out, Chris, if you're listening. Yeah, what up, Chris? Oh, by the what way, up, Kate? keep meaning to get Chris on the fucking the podcast. <laughs> yeah, but they but they uh, they have a dope-ass studio over there. It's really Super nice. fun. It was felt like we were at home there. It was nice. great, and uh, but yeah, we we recorded this track along with uh, two other singles that we'll be releasing in the next two to four months. Yeah, hell yeah. Can we talk about something a little bit? Please do. It's the first time in my life I've ever recorded where I felt like like a, a rock bit, song. like a little bit. Yeah. You know, man. Because I could tell by your pictures bit. and the way you talk about it. Because I mean, mm. like they treat you really nice. I mean, you know, yeah. it's a nice studio. It's a lot of. A lot of good, uh, I wouldn't say, I don't know about big time. Yeah, there's some good people that go through there. Well, I have yeah. to imagine, too, for people in our age range, seeing all that nostalgic recording gear is kind of like in our heads when we were a kid. Like, yeah. that's what we thought a studio looked like in our heads. So it must be kind of cool to go in there and record in what would have been a studio when we were listening to rock music Absolutely. growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an impressive facility. And Chris runs a tight ship, too. I mean, mm-hmm. that dude's super efficient. He's, he's a whiz, man. Yeah. Great guy. Yeah, and you have they have assistants that are like at your beck and call. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> interns, interns, interns. Yeah, you're like, yeah. Intern can I get a cup of coffee? They will go get you a cup of coffee. It's great. I was cranked. I yeah. was drinking too much coffee because that was cool. It was free. People bringing it to you, dude. Do you, now, do free you guys? Beers. Do you have that thing where when someone is like, when you have somebody waiting on you, you're a little bit trepidatious to like ask for stuff because you're like, this is kind of weird. A little uh, bit. Maybe initially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you get over it after that. Yeah, then you take advantage By the of end it. of the day, you're like, fucking, you're Chris, walk, I, I can see Chris walking out wearing a bunch of scarves like Johnny Depp, just fucking. 
Snapping his fingers. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> Just drinking wine. I read a report. I read somewhere that he drinks like ten thousand dollars worth of wine a day or some yeah, shit. Yeah, he like apparently there was an article. Uh, what is it? In like one like GQ or something where he was. <coughs> I think it was Rolling Stone. It was like where he's like going broke because he just all his like flamboyant spending. <laughs> just he has like three yachts and fucking That's has like, uh, like bought his mom a farm, and this is spends like ten grand. Like, like like you said, like ten grand a week on fucking wine, just yeah. wine. It's yeah. crazy. Wow. Got that next J.K. Rowling movie coming out too, so he's gonna be rolling with that. Dub. Oh, dude! Yeah. I'm sure he's doing right. I, I ain't too worried about Johnny Depp. <laughs> nah, nah. But it's yeah. funny though. It, one of the some money, I, I didn't realize. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you look at his career, like how long he's been around, and yeah, I didn't realize like he was friends with like uh, Hunter S. Thompson and like uh, like Mick Jagger and all these guys. So wow. like his, like he was partying with these guys when he was a teenager on like Twenty One Jump Street, yeah. and he was partying with these like big time getting like the good shit so he's been like in the game for a while and he's i think he's probably one of those guys who's like a little spacey and out there and kind of like hunter s thompson where like the last decade of his life he was kind of like just going through the motions you could tell he's like he's like he's one of the greatest minds of our time but he's also like fucking so drugged out that he's like just kind of he like he has to be that way to to function you know yeah, I've seen interviews with him recently. Even when he talks, he's very slow. You can tell he's methodical with what he's trying to say in interviews and shit. It's interesting. There's a fine line be- like that. Like uh, Jack Kerouac was the same way. Like, there's a fine line between super intelligent and, Are we and, and Hunter S. Thompson. Got you. And I, I'm I'm saying Jack Kerouac was the same way when he talks. Uh, like, there's a fine line between like being literarily, literarily, literally, literarily. What word am I trying to say? Literarily brilliant and a little bit fucking off and crazy, like yeah. a little bit autistic or like weird in the head. Mm-hmm. Like, like Woody. Woody's yeah. weird in the head. Art. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Now, I, is it, this is a, this happens sometimes when we have friends on the show. Uh, sometimes we get a little too comfortable because obviously we all know each other and we're friends for a while. So, uh, I want to treat you guys, I don't want to um, bury the lead too much. I want to treat you guys like I'm actually, for the fans out there who don't know you, Talk a little bit about the band, a little bit about the music. Like, what style? Like, what do you even call you guys? Like, what style would you say you are? I'll take that one. Yeah, I'll take that one. Yeah, I feel like I just uh, popped off a decent response to this recently, where mm-hmm. it's I, I like to say something general, where it's just we're a rock and roll band because there's so many facets okay. to rock and roll, so many spinoffs, yeah. um, and and we definitely don't cater to just one we, sure. we we definitely run the gamut of rock and roll some of our stuff is in a desert rock fuzzy vibe heavy blues vibe but then we have stuff that's just just more a straight alt pop song you know mm-hmm. um dancey so even even dabbling in some western these days some western yeah games. we got some a lot of new stuff man we're just we're not stopping at these singles man we're, yeah whatever we're right mo whatever inspires us i think we all are so such just natural rock children that it's we're always going to write and rock and yeah. think artistically and rock, but, um, but yeah, so it always comes out sounding like yeah. that, but yeah, we definitely run the gamut a bit. There's definitely, um, like th- there's no status quo when it comes to genre anymore. You, everybody just can do whatever they want, which is incredible. I love that. It's like that because yeah, everything's you can hear, merging now, but it's like, but it's like you said, Corey, like you start from like a, you start like through a, like whatever filter that it is that you start from is like everything, every, every other genre you do is kind of through that filter a little right. bit. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. 
I mean, it's hard not to be a rock band when you have a bass, guitar, and drums. I mean, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's like power trio. It's either that or just trio. let's get some computers and have it do half the shit too. Yeah, and we could, you know, I mean, of course, there's different styles. We could do funk or whatever. I mean, there it gets a little funky actually. Yeah, a little bit. We, we Chris, you, had a th- you ever thought of that? You ever put? L- you ever thought about putting like some computer pads on your kit and? I've thought about. I thought about getting a drum pad that has like six modules. To, you know, you can. You know what I mean? Like a six. Area drum mm-hmm. thing, but they're like they're like cool. Midi, midi pad. Mm-hmm. Midi yeah, they're cool for stuff. I've thought about getting one, but yeah, I just you know, I just haven't really forked over the money and or been in mm-hmm. a project that really required it. But what's funny is if I had it, I would probably make a project to use. I was gonna it. say, you know what it's I mean? like, every, like you go through that thing where you get something new, you probably use it a lot, and then after what you get bored of it and, re- and just and get realize that it's kind of cheesy and go back to. Yeah. Regular stuff. Every, yeah. every, everybody does that. But I've, like, I've always told Chris I wanted a board for the podcast just so I could have drops, which would be funny yeah. for probably about a month, mm-hmm. and then it would just get annoying to the listeners if I'm just always making fart sounds. On the <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I just though. want the o- the only sound effect I've wanted in my whole life Wait, to be able to make fart sounds if you want, dude. Yeah. <laughs> my whole life, even before I knew there were such things as as, as as machines, I just always wanted this this the 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 boing sound like the the boner sound if I could just make that sound happen sound. on command yeah I like it that's the sound like when you Beavis doing it too <laughs> that definitely makes me think of Beavis yeah. what was the question you asked me just a second ago like starting to get a buzz already mini pads oh yeah the cool thing about those is is you can use them for like good segues and stuff you know what i'm saying like in between tracks if you in don't between stop. tracks yeah, yeah. and like you know stuff like that but yeah there's a lot of stuff you can do i with do, them. I do have cool. that that midi keyboard yeah the guitar. The guitar yeah, yeah. The MIDI guitar. Well, well, i really I need to bust that out. you should bring it your release this or whatever out yeah i'm dying Experiment. for you to bust that bust that out and and i was as i was saying the other day i've kind of got a hankering just to like get a good weighted key keys keyboard you know and just start playing a little keys and writing on that because you you just write different when you're on a different mm-hmm. instrument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? Yeah. It's funny, like even if you just take a song that you sing that you're bored of singing and put it into a different key, mm-hmm. it becomes a whole like you you can fuck with it and make it a whole different song. Yeah. Make a reggae version of any pretty much <coughs> any rock song. I want, <laughs> you know, like we could do a reggae album. We could do it. Yeah, just do just it. Make man. them all reggae. Well, if you, you know if you do you know if you know if you do a reggae album <laughs> and you're looking for songs, so, you know that's. Pretty much, you, you have somebody that lives right next door to Chris that writes reggae music. So, hey, we got T-shirts today too. I'm pumped yeah, about that. Hell yeah, dude! <laughs> and we were, so ta- we were we were talking before the show that you guys you guys didn't chimp out. You got the nice soft shirts. Oh, dude, really yeah. nice shirts. Gotta get the soft. I got to rush out to Friendly Arctic. These guys out in East Nashville, man. That's they. I walked in there, dude. It was hot as hell, and those dudes were pumping out shirts. All these cool young like cool kids down there working and doing something they really yeah. like man they but they put out a good product down there man nice it's awesome dude oh got, yeah. a good, got a good price and y'all need to buy y'all's malibu blackout t-shirt for show it's cozy as hell next next week hopefully we'll ha- we'll have the store up and running on the website yeah, so we'll cool cool order some through there for show <laughs> so you guys have all um like some of you guys have played. Have you all played together before? In not all three of us at the same no. in the same project. But you've all been like. Should we do a little like band? The history? Venn diagram of like have all crossed over at some point because I know Chris no, and Corey. This, this is the first time that Chris and I have been in. Okay. The same mm-hmm. band. Other yeah. than that, we've both played with Corey in various yeah. projects. Mm. Uh, you like, so you like band Eskimo brothers. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, what I was just going for. Yeah. <laughs> they both so. done me. Yeah, multiple times each. 
That's gross. Back and dude. forth, passing me back and forth. Sorry. Sloppy. What a slut. <laughs> 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 no, uh, but no, they, they they play in a band called Calvin. Yeah, yeah, so. and 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 actually, Woody and I uh, originally met when we were ten years old, and uh, when I you know got a guitar shortly after that, and. I don't even, you know, I think we were, we were kicking it before we even got playing music together, yeah. I oh, think, yeah, right? Sure, yeah. And then I think, he, Woody, you just said that your mom had a bass, and right? Yeah, so, yeah, you were, you were putting the band together and looking for a bass player. Well, the cool thing is I, I had a bass in my household. So. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Who, who's it's like, got a bass in their house? <laughs> yeah. Because that's who's going to play bass for us. <laughs> 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 we're 11. Let's do this. Oh. Um. Yeah, both of you, both of you guys have parents though that are musical though, which mm-hmm. is cool. You know what I'm saying? It's funny. I came from a non-musical family, but it's interesting that both of you, you know, grew up around music. Yeah. Didn't you say your dad played a little bit though? A little, like little guitar, but the, but the way I grew up around music is my dad had friends that played in bands. Yeah. And he was mm-hmm. 21 years old when I was born, so they would have house parties. Yeah. And cover. They had a cover bands. So we'd you know go see them and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. What kind of songs did they play in the, your dad's cover back? Oh, Rolling Stones and all that. Just <laughs> good classic rock, you know, Pink Floyd and stuff. <laughs> nice. But yeah, but your your uh, your parents had a band, didn't they, Woody? Yeah, yeah. So uh, back before we moved to Nashville, we were in uh, New Orleans, and they they were both in a cover band down there. They played a lot of '80s rock, Journey, uh, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, Aerosmith. So uh, yeah, my mom. Well, she bought the um, the Ibanez sound gear bass. She never actually learned how to play the the four string. She she played that uh, MIDI keytar that I was talking about earlier. And this was and, actually and she, yeah they, so they awesome. MIDI'd the bass sounds in there. Mm. And, and when was this the nineties? Yeah, early nineties. Yeah. 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 That's hilarious. I would have loved to have seen your mom up there with that shit. She have big poof hair too. <laughs> Did she? The had the uh, ocean she, spray. She might have had a, uh, yeah a little bit of big hair there. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hey, well, Chicks loved that like round, poofy side, like poof on the sides. Dude, 90s like, was a good era for curly haired people. It's like it was everyone like you could let the curls go, man. Yeah. Dude, I don't. I, I right. had a little bit of older parents, but my mom totally had all the mom haircuts, like you know, like the, the like the short curls, Stereotypical, yeah. like and then they get like the crimp. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never forget one year my mom dyed her hair like red, like fire engine red. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I was young, yeah. But your dad, uh, Corey, he's a he's a hell of a singer and yeah, guitar player too, man. Yeah, it's kind of crazy because he's. I really, when I tell talk to other people about him, I always feel like he's twice as talented as me. You know, like he is he is so just spot on with his vocals. You know, like just pitch perfect in a way. And um, I can I was telling my wife does the other day how crazy it is because i think a uh, red house by Jimi hendrix came on uh the radio we on a road trip last week and um red house came on which if you know red house by Jimi hendrix i mean obviously he rips on that song mm-hmm. and i can remember my dad playing that shit note for note back in the day like he actually would learn the solo and like by recording the song to his eight track and then, you know, on tape, you could slow down the speed. Oh. And he'd slow it down and learn it note for note and trans... Uh, I need a theory guy here to trans... Like transpose it? Trans- there you go. There we go. Transpose it, you know, because when you slow it down, it changes key. So then he would learn the notes and transpose it to the key. It's wow. ridiculous. And he'd know it, like, 
exact, note for note. That's crazy. That's what I. That's yeah. uh, the the joys of dating a professional musician. I get to learn all the all the uh, the lingo. <coughs> yeah, yeah. Especially, yeah. actually, when, when also when you're mean, you're not a great singer. You always have to transpose things to your key because you can yeah. only sing like one <laughs> yeah. key. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think yeah, yeah. That's awesome that. Um, I should have heard so your dad sing. I've been like, uh, I mean, obviously, ever since I started hanging out with Chris. In fact, when I first met Chris, the very first time that I think we actually hung out and had a beer together, besides like passing, the first time we sat down and actually chilled, he was out on the patio folding up CD covers for a band. That was just releasing an EP, and then like a week later, you guys broke no, we were, up. We were releasing an album. An album, and then and we're talking about haunted device there. Yeah. <laughs> and then like crazy. a week later, I was like, I was like, Chris, how's that fucking album going? He's like, Oh yeah, we broke up. <laughs> the band broke up. <laughs> Dude, I put my heart and fucking soul into that release, and Chris was making those pr- press kits and shit. Dude, he was That's folding. Cool. He was out there folding, fu- fucking, fucking folding CDs into fucking. <laughs> <laughs> he did a great job on those. Yeah, like, those look good. I still have I saw those. Yeah, yeah. Folding CD yeah. I hope I kept one. It was an interesting idea for one. them to fold out the four different ways with yeah. different shit on them. Was... Yeah, because I got them and I used like the, the spray adhesive and stuck yeah. shit on them. Yeah. That shit looked good, dude. Because mm-hmm. it was like you would open it up. Like I did this uh, like acetone um, thing where I, you know, I took took a print and put acetone on the back mm-hmm. of the paper like and you know stamped it on there. And So you would open it up and it would be like, on a device open and then it would say like I don't know what it said each time but it said something yeah. but then you'd open up it like, like one bio, of those press photos. flowers yeah, yeah. you know where you did with the girls used to yeah, play yeah, yeah. Like, it's sort like of like that idea every time you open up something it's like yeah it was tight it's cool showing our age there with the paper fl- do kids still make paper flowers in, high- in school I guarantee you they do they you write like a girls you like name in there and yeah they still pay, play paper football I guarantee you yeah. probably guarantee and now it's all on the phones exactly sexting do you guys remember <laughs> in high school when there was like a thing to have like a drug dealer on your TI-83 or whatever, your calculator? Oh, Do you yeah. Remember that game? Oh, Finding the games on that show. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> funny. I remember uh, I got a pager. Oh, I remember that. In high school. I had a fucking beeper. Everybody made fun of me. They're like, oh, are you a drug dealer? You got a pager? I'm like, no, dude. I just... My parents care about me. Dude, that was the thing to have, dude. You had that shit sticking out, in your pocket. I stay out late. They want to know where I am. That mm-hmm. was like that was the first time a parent could track you, like in if like without have like just out in the wild. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I'm think about now, like think about now just amongst us, like friend, like if you, like you guys are in a band. If you have something going on and you have an idea and you want to call Chris and tell him this idea, or the vice versa, you can like literally text him, instantaneously, where it would have had to been. Like you would have had, you might have had to wait days before before one of you guys were both at the phone at the same time, yeah, or you had yeah. to go to his house and see I if she was there. Dude, I remember calling girls up and be like, "She's not here. She's not here." You know, I mean, of course, a lot of times it could be bullshit. Or trying to meet your friend. Like when you told someone, it's like, "Dude, I'm gonna call you at this time. Make sure you're yeah. at the phone by this fucking time." I remember that. Dude, I can't me. believe like, and I I have a daughter, and I can't believe being a parent like back before phones. Where you were like, you'd, your kid just went out for the night and you had no idea what yeah. was going on. Yeah. yeah, just go. Just or, go. or how pain, how much of a pain. It, this is like one less thing that parents have to do now, which is like, you know, answer the phone. Hello, is Kim there? You have to go find the kid. That's what I was know? just thinking though too, but not on the opposite end, having to like, you know, suck it up and work up the gumption to call and be like. Dad answers. Is Dad uh, answers. Melissa there? Yeah, you know. I remember that shit. Who does? You guys. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you guys? Act, do you, you guys, guys remember to, you the, go to her the first girl you called? Leanne. 
sixth grade, maybe fifth, sixth grade Dang. in there. I was talking to girls on the phone like all the time. It felt like when I was a kid. I was much, yeah. much more a pimp when I was like ten years old. Yeah, right. <laughs> when I was like twenty. I remember staying on uh, the phone for like an hour. My dad's like, "What the fuck are you doing with your life?" You know, like yeah. at that certain age when you start hanging out. I with guess girls. everybody did that three way in. But oh yeah, we now I, I can't stay stand on the phone, on the phone. all night. Yeah. All night. I remember especially those, like, well, especially when it was for when you're in high school and like, you're on the phone with a girl, it's like, it's you, you have no problem staying on the phone all night. Now, if my girlfriend calls me on the way home from work to ask me what I wanted from the store, I'm like, ah, what? <laughs> okay. Why couldn't you just text me? Can I like a normal person. Yes. Can I say this? Being a music person, and I fucking love. It's my favorite time to sing and listen to music is to and from work and all shit. When you're in the car, you can kind of let loose, you know. And really, it's a good place to work on vocals and shit, you know, mm-hmm. singing with stuff. And it's inevitable, dude. I, I was like, I'll get really into a fucking song or an album. I'm like three songs into this album. I'm fucking loving this shit. Oh, yeah, you got Someone calls you, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You're like, fuck, it's right before the chorus is about to hit. What? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Get you yeah. a bad and, time? No. No, man. No, I was just feeling just that shit. disturbed me right in the middle of fucking yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. Right in the middle of disturbed. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what time are we at? Uh, I'm, you know what, um, <laughs> I somehow, you're gonna laugh at me, somehow I messed up our little gauge down here where it tells what time it is, and yeah. now I don't, I don't know how to get it back, so, uh, it tells, we, we know how far <clears throat> we are on the, uh, in the recording, but I don't know how long we've been recording for, probably about half hour, so. Quick break. You know, uh, let's take a quick break, because Nickelback's on, I gotta rock Yeah, out. we get, oh, you gotta <laughs> rock out, I'm about to throw your fucking... Google whatever it is against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> so let me see. All right, in the break, guys, you're gonna hear a real fucking track. It's what I've done by Malibu Blackout, and it's way better than any fucking Nickelback song you've ever heard. I can attest to that. Um, when we, uh, we get back. I want to talk more about the band, more what yeah. you guys got coming up. We'll get in there. Uh, also, I want to know if you guys coordinated all wearing green tonight. <coughs> Am I wearing green? Oh yeah, my shirt. Is blue. That's gotta be blue, right? That's blue. blue. Yeah, it's blue. Okay. okay. Get okay. your eyes checked. I'm sorry. We're in a, uh, <laughs> this is a. This is a. Uh, this is a, a social media Not a situation. Not <laughs> here. I guess so. This is one of those social media things where like people argue. You know if it's a. If it's a gold or, or green. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, what's funny is I know Tony, and Tony is the most colorful dresser during the summer. But when wintertime hits. All he wears is black, oh, pretty much. Black gray. That's my fucking dude. It's my personality. That's I get, your thing, when, it, dude. when it gets cold and gray out, I just feel cold and gray instead. <laughs> I'm very driven by the weather. If it's fucking sunny out, I'm in a great fucking mood and I'm happy go lucky. If it's gray and black and wind, like, dude, that's why I can't live in like Seattle. I know it's beautiful. I'd love to go there and visit and shit like that. But we're up up north, dude, where it's like snow on the ground all year. Woo! Fuck that. Yeah. Can't do it. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hello, won't you come home to see? Won't you come be with me? And what I've done, never gonna stick around to see. 
So every so all week long, we uh, we keep these Mayday beers in the fridge. It does. And now I've gotten used to seeing them there, so I'm able to like move on. But like it's so hard, especially after a long day when you know you want a cold beer, and we come home and there's these Mayday beers in the fridge. And one of the things that, you know, when when Faith moved in with me, one of the things that was you know, it's bad enough having fridge space for two people. But uh, especially when you first move in and you're not quite – like, you've been married for a while. You guys both have been married for a while, so you probably yeah. don't even think about it anymore. But when you first move in with somebody, the, 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 the fridge space thing is like, well, this is my stuff that yeah. I buy for myself every week. And then when you add in the fact that we have a case of beer in the fridge every week from Mayday, it's like <clears throat> the natural thing is like, oh, there's beer. Let me grab one. In fact, we have friends that come over sometimes that are like, like uh, I'm not going to call anybody out, Kyle. But he will come over sometimes <laughs> and just think he can grab a beer. And I'm like, dude, that is not – Free beer. It's like this is for the podcast. Ozzy trusts us. I broke the rules one time. Mm. So I probably do uh, it all the time. Uh, yeah, yeah, just one I'm time sure. I was like, I wouldn't no. hold back from that. Like Tony pissed me off, and I was like, I'm getting a beer. <laughs> I'm getting trashed tonight. <laughs> no, all that that I come sad. home. There's oh mayday cans all over the apartment. Just, uh, yeah. Empty <laughs> bottles and whiskey bottles and mayday. Talk cans. about uh, tapping into your supply, man. Yeah. yeah. So oh, dude, Jesus. That was a funny night. Well, to I tell that honest, story. That was funny. Let's just be honest. It was funny now. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> well, I tell that story to tell this story because uh, we haven't gave a shout out to our sponsor yet. Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. welcome back from the break here. We want to say uh, thank you to Mayday for sponsoring the show. Yeah, man. Good beer. 
Yeah. And I know that he's got some some fall and dark beer and like winter beers coming out now. It's that type of year. Um, <clears throat> that time of year, I mean. I getting a little buzz here myself. So um, we were just talking to Ozzy the other night. We went out. We had some beers, me, yeah. Chris, and Ozzy, and Kyle. And he was telling us about all the stuff he's got coming up. I, of course, you can always go to MaydayBrewery.com. And you can look at all the stuff they have going on. Events every weekend. They got a pajama party coming up for uh, a Christmas, which I really want to go to. It's they're going to show the um, what is it? The what's that train movie with Tom Hanks played the uh, trains, planes, uh, trains, and automobiles? Yeah, something, yeah, something yeah. Express. Yeah. No, it's it's, it's the. Uh, or did you say Tom Hanks? Yeah. Okay, no, yeah. never mind. No, it's the uh, the Arctic, the, uh, the Polar Express. Oh yeah, that's Express. It's a great movie. I almost said Pineapple Express, which is a whole different movie. I don't like that as far as planes, trains, and automobiles is much better. Oh, that's mm-hmm. yeah, that's a great. But I don't. So you know. Yeah, classic. If they show that, is that a Hughes movie? That's yeah. a, was it? Oh, I can't remember. I know it's, it's was it Zemeckis um, maybe. Me and Chris were at um Melrose Bluesio no, night and they were showing Martin. Caddyshank on uh oh, Caddyshack so on fucking on the TV and we're like man like like again people on our age like growing up on that like uh, that era of like Chevy Chase and all that stuff man mm-hmm. I fucking love that dude. dude every time I go back and watch an 80s movie and even 90s sometimes I'm like you cannot get away with some of the shit they got away with right. some of the racist jokes yeah. and stuff oh man. yeah it's yeah tr- what did I go back and watch what was the old what uh, I can't even think of it the old western with Blazing yeah. Saddles. Blazing yeah, 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 it's like, yeah. man, that movie's yeah. risque, dude. But you know, like, you know, it's funny about <laughs> yeah. it. You know, it's risque, and for the time though, it was very uh, progressive. I mean, that those kind of movies are, sort of paved the way for yeah. comedians to like, because I mean, yeah, true comedy is, is it hurts. But that's why it's funny. You that's know the what I'm yeah, that's the idea is to the nugget of truth, babe. Mm-hmm. To be sarcastic and sardonic and bring out the fucking. Like make fun of the shit that we all are, like are really scared of or that don't won't say. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, but anyway, I do want to. Steps on those eggshells. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Broken on, there's, walking there's no on, eggs in Mayday Remember that song? Come on. Uh, that was a skating ring song. Come on. It was that and like fucking. We want walking on broken glass. It was that and like CNC Music Factory when you're skating backwards. Trucking, dude. Yeah. Oh, I can never do that. Life. I had my skating ring there. Thank you to Mayday for sponsoring the show. Thanks, yeah, Ozzy. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Ozzy. Uh, 521 Old Salem Road if you're in Murfreesboro. Uh, if you're out there, you can grab some of that. Dude, they're coming. They're bringing back my favorite beer of all time. I have the tap. In, uh, I think it's over there on the shelf. I have one of the taps. It's it's the Soul Black Lager. Yeah. It's my favorite. That one. It's a good one. And they're bringing it back. I think they have some of that award-winning Oktoberfest Mars and still out there. You go out there and get that. Um, their Brown Ale, their, uh, their 1L Brown Ale. Dude, I'll tell you what. Right. I was at, um, in fact, shout out to Primings from last weekend because me and Chris, Faith was out there. Uh, the guys from Charles the Atlantic showed up afterwards. Um, Jacob Forth, he was out there doing the interview with them. So we actually, <clears throat> between Chris and I, b- b- between Share Your Buzz and uh, Charles the Atlantic, we floated that keg of Boro Blonde. They were out Did the we? next day. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's it, baby. Wow. We finished that keg of Boro Blonde. Now, let me tell you what. Boro Blonde, a great fucking beer if you're in a, a local place we're down there. That. Yeah, we are drinking it right now. So, But if you're down there and you're by the stadium or by the uh, convention center and you got those tours coming through or whatever, they, it's a great beer to like. Uh, it's, it's local. It's light. It's, it's refreshing. Yeah, if you're a cigar yeah, a great beer. Uh, gal or guy, but, pairs well. But, but their brown ale. Oh, okay. Their brown ale. If you're in a cigar bar, yeah. dude, that the sweetness of a nice brown it's ale, like 
uh, dude, like you know how Cigar City makes that that Maduro brown ale. Like they they like some people will actually make uh, cigar like you know, a beers um, tailored to certain flavors. And in a cigar bar, you want that that darker beer, that brown ale, that that one ale they have, or that uh, evil octopus. So like and that. the only yeah, the only way that guys they have that you will notice around town there's Bora Blonde everywhere, but there's so many more beers you can get on tap and in Velvet cans. Hustle. Yeah, Velvet That's Hustle, Angry Redhead, Evil Octopus. And the only way, I know you guys think that, just like voting was last week, right? You think your vote doesn't mount? Thank God, that's over. You think your vote doesn't mount, doesn't doesn't matter, but it does. And let me tell you what, the same thing happens at your local pub. If you like a certain beer and they don't have it, you ask for it and they will fucking carry it. It's it's They want to please the customers. So if you walk in there and you ask for a certain beer you like, they will carry it. And the only way that... We spread the word about things we like is by asking for it and making sure they have it. So if you like Boro Blonde or if you like all the other other beers, please ask for Mayday, ask for Rekha Vodka, and uh, search for Sherry Buzz because like us too. And also Malibu Blackout. Or don't like us. So we have yet to um, talk about the most probably uh, the most fun story that probably we should talk about when it comes to a band. Is how you guys got your name? Man, it was just uh, just random something, you know. Doesn't mean a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, you guys know the story. It's really between you and Woody where this came from, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. It's definitely it's really from Woody. <laughs> what do you got, Woody? All right, so um, yeah, so uh, you know, just one random party. I decided to. Uh, make um, Malibu Black Coconut Rum my drink of choice, and I decided that it tasted so good I could just drink it on ice, and I was drinking it by the, uh, by the Solo Cup, <laughs> and wow. got me blackout drunk. Yeah. So, now, we normally, we, you know, we, we, it's because we're on Share Your Buzz that we feel comfortable enough to say that. On this podcast, mm-hmm. you know, well, <laughs> I think a lot of other interviews, I'd be like, "Dude, we don't it doesn't mean anything." It'd be like, uh, <laughs> we were we were chilling in Malibu, yeah, in California you know, see, when see, the power went the, out. The drink, so there's the mass blackout in Malibu. I don't think there's anything to be ashamed of with that story. Well, I think that's what a lot of bands like. Sometimes I think if a band tells you their story and it does mean nothing, you're kind of disappointed. Like yeah. you want to, you want some kind of backstory. In fact, I would build that story up a little bit more and tell some tell some of the adventures that happened that night to make it more like in depth. Like because. Like it's uh, Woody had sex with a man for the first time. I mean, I well, don't know what else? What's more adventurous than that? That's yeah. where the out came from. You, you pulled out. And then- the tough thing. The tough thing is, uh, I don't. I don't know. Well, it's well, like one example is a couple of weeks ago, my father-in-law was over, and I was doing something on my computer, and he asked about the band, and first thing he asked was, "How'd you guys get your name?" I was like, "Oh, it just came out of one of our mouths one day, you know." Like I don't know. I mean, it's still sort of how it happened. We just got blacked out on Malibu rum, and we were just like, Malibu blackout. Yeah. 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 I don't think I don't think it's that um, risque as you guys are making it. Like it's right. Like, it's yeah, not. it's not that risque. I guess if you're if you uh, you know have any conservatives, super conservative people in the family, you know, <laughs> sometimes actually, it can be a little actually. Awkward. As I recall, we were when we came up with that as you know when we first decided that was going to be our name. We were talking about 
coming on Share Your Buzz, one of the times that it didn't end up mm-hmm. happening. And Chris was telling me how he was going to get me buzzed, and he was saying, I'm going to get you some of that Malibu blackout. Oh, yeah, that's the name that's how it came about. Well, yeah. <laughs> not only the good thing about, um, like, I, you guys, so the, the stumbling upon, like, a great thing is usually, uh, there's a cool, there's cool stuff that comes out of it. Now, uh, you guys have been able to capitalize on it in a way that me and Chris haven't on the podcast because, like, our, you know, we have a very generic kind of theme to our thing, but it kind of speaks for itself. But you guys have not only um, capitalized, you guys have a great name. And you've you've made your oh I thought you were good. <laughs> all right that was weird that was all all Faith Keller's fault you guys didn't hear that <laughs> <laughs> we heard no it. but you guys um you guys got the like, a, a cool name and you were you were able to pair it with that dope ass logo mm. with the uh, with Kellen's logo who did who Thanks did our Kellen logo. Johnson she did our logo as well shout out yeah and uh, but you guys got a dope ass logo which is kind of throwback. To like that, like Miami Vice. Oh yeah. Sort of like, mm-hmm. dude, this is what I want. One of those shirts so bad. I want to, like, I, I can't. I'm so jealous of your guys' fucking logo, dude. Because <laughs> it's so fucking dope. But and then you also have a sound, like you said, oh, kind of eclectic, kind of a mix of things. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it, if an alien came down and looked at like, your, the way you guys look versus the logo versus the sound they'd be like these things don't go together but if you grew up in our if you grew up in our generation and you knew like all the things that made our like people our age us yeah right. you can see how they all tie together totally. like you see like the logo versus like the fact that we're all in our late 30s or early like you know mid to late 30s mm-hmm. and then we we also have like we grew up like, we're, we're young 52 band. no <laughs> in fact, out of everybody here, I'm the only parent, right? So, I think so. Yeah. That we so, know of. Yeah. I might have got one <laughs> or three out there. <laughs> Chris is like Bob Marley over there, dude. He's got like 20 kids. Oh, there's going to be all these. There's going to be like Ziggy Husek, Stefan Husek. <laughs> band takes off. It's like, that's my daddy. Mm. And they all try to emulate. Yeah. No, but you guys have that vibe. I always found that fascinating was because, and if you guys listening out there don't, if, if, if it's kind of hard to hear what I'm saying or hear what I'm like, you go listen to the music, go see these guys live, go check out some of the merch and you'll see what I'm talking about. Like the, your guys' style mixed with the sound, mixed with the logos and all this, like it, it, it doesn't go together unless you're kind of in our like range. And I think that is popular right now, even amongst people like we're we're at that level of age now where I think we're transcending uh like our style is transcending the younger styles as well. Like when I talk to my daughter who is twenty two and uh she doesn't listen to a lot of new music. She listens to stuff that was popular when I was growing up. And it's it's funny because that's our generation of growing up is is popping again now. Like Yeah, you guys now. remember when mom jeans got popular again? Mm-hmm. I mean, that was like yeah. totally 90s. That was like a thing. I'll take some like, hip huggers any day, dude. Man, it's like now mom jeans are back. I'm shit. just waiting like, for Body Glove to come back. No. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> whatever. I remember girls In British this. Nights. Oh, dude. I had some of those bad boys. Mm-hmm. They were cool. We should, uh, we should like, do our. That's, you guys that should, should get some, in, like, some change, like, we Indigo get... change color, like, purple, like, change color Body Glove. Oh, man. Like, do you remember, like, oh, like, T-shirts that, like, change color? Yeah, yeah, like, I had some of those. Me, like, yeah, 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 yeah. 
I'm a, let's get, get some British uniforms. And let's like, get let's some, let's so get I'm some talking about let people touch kinda. you and let yeah. it like change the color of the t-shirt. So all wear sunglasses. Yeah. It's the 80s. Like, no yeah. bubble. So with the, the, no, the type with like the, the no gold bubble. strip on okay. the top. And also, and also I didn't want to make that last comment make it sound like I was calling us old. I just thought that like the way that music and pop culture comes around, I think we're getting to that point now where our our style is coming back around again. It's yeah. all cyclical. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, very much so. Cyclical. And it's that's interesting that you say, like, you know, it, it's funny you <laughs> drew on the 90s and our age, and uh, that's true. Like, there's definitely a lot of 90, 90s influences, but uh, especially now, like, uh, it's different. Like, when you hear, uh, you know, our next single, it's it's not 90s. You know what I that's mean? What, it's, yeah. It's funny. It, but, like, when you were saying earlier, where there are different sounds where we draw from different areas, you know, and the new stuff we're working on, it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah no, no, I just <laughs> think it's going to be uh, fun to listen to. I mean, it's been fun to write it, so I, I think it'll that, that'll translate. And, um, yeah, if you, uh, it's great to think, well, if somebody doesn't like this song, well, the next one, just wait, you know, listen to the next one. So how do you guys usually write stuff? Like, I know just from knowing you guys outside of, you know, the band, I can tell, like, I know you guys is, you know, with the exception, I think I probably hung out with Chris the most, and then Corey, and then I, and then Woody just from hanging out with yeah. gigs and stuff, but, so, uh, I can tell the way Chris is, you know, and I've hung out with Corey enough to know a little bit about him, so how, like, I, you guys' styles, from a, from a, uh, outsider's perspective, uh, how, like, how do you guys meld together from that, uh, because it's funny that you were making fun of Chris as being like the lead singer or whatever. Because from an out from a fan's perspective, I would look and I would say from from personality, I would think that Corey would take the the reins as like He's the, the lead leader, the leader, leader of the band. Like the I'm not, not even not even lead singer, but like leader of the band. Like yeah, you know, yeah like, I would say he's probably the leader of the band. That's fair to say. He does the most work, I think. Well, Corey's kind of a it's natural leader, concerned. and and yet it's easy for, probably easier for a guitarist and singer to be a front man than a drummer slash singer in, in Chris's case. Uh, but uh, yeah, also Corey sings probably a greater percentage of, of the lead vocals than, than Chris, but... Um, it makes it up. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's, 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 I mean, that's, that's. Well, also, it's much, much like yeah. in any relationship, even if it's like a romantic relationship or a friendship or a band, like you guys are probably are so, you guys are, are no, it, is, that, it is a romance. No, I have, I have a point here. I have a there's point. There's given and taken. Right? No, it happens, uh, and I'm not going to say the age thing again because I want to make us all sound old. But the experience We're thing, old to say it. the experience thing, you guys have all played in bands enough to realize how it works. Mm-hmm. So. At this point, do you find working with each other, um, especially not not just because you're all friends, but because you've also played music for so long, that you kind of can skip some of the, like, like you kind of you're already kind of on uh, at the same baseline, so you can skip some of the minutia and just get to get to the the business, get to writing. And for me personally, it's weird, like especially if you're the one that comes in with the idea, it's easy to sort of lay really hard into your idea or something but you know that's where you have to really strike the balance and especially as a band you know we're not hired guns singing for or playing for someone so you know each of us has an equal voice and so you do have to learn to sort of let go of very small things like how long this particular part is or something you might think it's better some way but 
you just let it go, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, it, and it, it builds and it becomes a natural thing. Yeah, we're, we're all very open. I think we've all mm-hmm. played with each other enough to where we all respect each other's opinions. And when we have <clears throat> ideas for different parts and stuff, it's always just, we're going to try any idea once, you know. That's always our policy. It's yep. never... It's never selfish, you know. This is gonna be how it is, and know? it naturally works itself out that way. Because a lot of times, someone have an idea, and it's like, you know, I might not be quite sure. Somebody might not be quite sure. They're like, well, let's just try it. See yeah. what happens, you mm-hmm. know. And then we'll play, play it two or three different ways, back all back to back, and then like it kind of naturally yeah. works itself mm-hmm. out. Like and I will, I will say though too, um, it's helped that we've all played together before. But at the same time, we started this thing in uh, early 2017, and we took. A year and a half almost before we played our first show and got into the studio. So, I think also that comes with age too, where where it's like we're more focused on being prepared, recording and stuff. Than man, when we were in our twenties, it was like let's get a band as soon as we got a set, let's play, yeah, let's play out, let's play out and party, you know. And uh, it's just not like that for us anymore. Well, I will say though that uh, you guys do kill it live because. Uh, even the last time at the basement that we had that show, I was, I'm very, I'm always very proud of people. Like, I've always been way better at being a fan than than being, like, the center of attention. So, like, I, when I'm out watching my friends play, like, uh, at this at the past, this past show at the basement, there was, like, tables up front that were dancing along to y'all's music. And I was, I asked Chris after the show, I was like, who are those people up front? Like, I, I assumed that they, uh, that this is kind of douchey. I assumed that you knew them mm-hmm. and they knew your music, which is kind of a, like, kind of a dick thing. I'm like, oh, these, they're dancing. They must know you. No, but <laughs> they, they obviously, they didn't know who the fuck you guys were or know, and, but they were sitting up there, like, jamming out through your fucking music. Like, three tables. Yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah. And it made me feel good. I was like, I was like, yeah, that's my fucking boys up there. I like these. Like, that's <laughs> fucking, it's yeah. good to, I like being in the crowd and being like, yeah, those are fucking people. I, I know those guys. They're fucking Can I say it. something? It's funny. Uh, we've only played a few shows. And I still, we still haven't had the banger show yet. We yeah, haven't had the true. coming out. Just everybody's on point And we're feeling, you know what I mean? We haven't had that show yet. Right. But it's coming real soon. Like, yeah. I know it is. I feel it. Yeah. We got that Saturday night and uh, it's a ways out. So it's hard yeah. to plug it at this point. But we do yeah, have a Saturday night. Us. Yeah. We, we do have a. Uh, Saturday night booked in Springwater in February. Nice. Oh, yeah. that's a great room. It's a great spot to throw down yeah. on a Saturday night. Oh, Springwater too, legendary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jake the Snake's gonna be there soon, right? The Did you right guys see side that of stuff? the McDonald's, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. the right side of the McDonald's. Yep. The little taco shop in the back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There used to be a barbecue Bar- joint back $2 there. Two dollar PBRs. Oh yeah. Can't beat it. Yeah. It's gonna be awesome. Be fun. Love that. Love that place. I can't wait for that one. That's good. Yeah, we're, really we're, good. we're looking for a show to sort of, uh, you know, just dust off that show rust. Yeah, know. let loose a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's a good place where you can just, I mean, it'll be cold, but you can just sweat in that room and, and get wild, you know? Yeah. I might have one too many beers just to, like, really relax. <laughs> yeah. No, that's going to be the first show out of ours. And it's, it's funny, you know, with every band, I feel like you have to shake off the, the first few show jitters, you know, and. With all nah. the shows I've played yeah, in my life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that to, quote, to quote Friday. Yeah, 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 this is honestly the first show of ours where I'm probably going to be like, I might have six to nine beers before we play. <laughs> and I'm going to rock the fuck out. 
you know. Four or five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe not six to nine, yeah, but say, like three to four and a couple shots. My rule is two drinks <laughs> max before I play. That's you know what's funny, man, is that, fun, that it's funny you guys say that because usually Chris knows I'm the guy that before the podcast is like, no, man, I'm going to I'm gonna not drink until we get in the show because I want to be. I already have like three beers yeah. in me when I show up. Usually. Tonight, I was so fucking, I had, me and Faith both had a crappy day, so as soon as I got home, before I even took my fucking work boots off, I was like, you want a shot of Rekha? Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. So we were. Although I gotta say, Springwater is a great place for really amazing original music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to. All I'm saying is I've seen amazing bands there. It's not. They really support really amazing bands. We've we've had and some. They really, really fun have times a there. great reputation. Yeah. That's. Well, that's really why people record videos there. Didn't fucking comment. Jack White do a video there? The fucking Black Keys, I know. Black did. Keys did a video. Honestly, yeah, it was bad, it was really a amazing video, bands, yeah. supportive of original music 100%. Yeah. That, I mean, you can't say that about very many venues in Nashville, that they support original music 100%. I will say that room does. Jack Jim White old. has done a, Jack White's done a, uh, a lot for local venues around here. And in fact, you know, Third Man's right up the road. You know, uh, he used to hang out at Melrose Billiards with the Rockin' Tours all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, although I will say that... I saw Kirsten Dunst down I read... Oh, did you? Yeah. She was dating the, the other lead singer nice. in the band. Oh, dude, look at that. We just, we, we just watched Interview with a Vampire. So, tied Damn. together. She was crazy in that movie. I, although I will say um, Third, Man Rec- or Third Man Books, um, I reached out to your uh, email, you and you and emailed back. So, uh, did you check out that link I sent you? Is that like I did. Full shit? Is that bullshit? Uh, I'm, I'm gonna look, we'll talk about that off the air. Okay. But yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I was curious. Now, I did look into We're trying it. to get Tony published. If you guys out there listening, you know, he's, he's, he's a hell of a, a writer, and we need to get his words heard. So. We'll Thank you, man. Heard the word. So, go. before we wrap this whole thing up, man, uh, is there anything else that you guys want? I feel like we've waiting on you. We I've been waiting for you guys to come on for so long, and because of the fact that we're friends, we kind of like just got, went on tangents and didn't really talk about the band too much. So like, I want to like dive in a little bit and okay. like, what's a uh, like? I don't know, man. Like, is, is there something that it's you weird for me? Not I'm also yeah, 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 yeah. Usually, like, so. To be interviewed. Yeah. Is there something about the band that we haven't talked about yet that you really want to talk about or like? Okay, I'll just say this. I mean, we kind of mentioned this earlier, but there's a lot of new music coming, and like mm-hmm. I've, we've been feeling the flow, you know, and, and we got a lot of shit coming. I'm just saying. That's, well, here's an interesting question. Here's an interesting question. Weird, like, so a lot of people talk about, and, and me and Faith were actually talking about this earlier today about how um, melding melding your creativity with uh, living a normal life. So we all, you know, we're all in relationships. For us, it's an outlet, you know. Yeah, it it could be an outlet, something like that. But you know, most of us, uh, you know, we're not, we're not, at this point in our lives, we're not making a living off doing our side gig yet. So, so how does how does being in a band, um, in this point, uh, is is it different from like being like nineteen? And, st- and uh, again, I'm not like saying I'm not trying to point out the fact that we're old. It's almost like but you know what it's like for me. It's like are there no, different experiences to write about? Do you feel more? Do you feel more uh, more mature, more inclined to write about more? Uh, I don't know. Not really. It all draw, it all gets down to men and women, you know, and struggles. Or, or for me, at least, my, I usually write about girls and my lack of whatever. But um, <laughs> my lack of romance, maybe, or or too much, or whatever. But 
I was gonna say I had a great quote I was gonna fucking say and I fucking forgot it because I'm half buzzed. No, but I think about you know like making music now, especially like you say like our like our age or whatever. It's like a choice now. I mean, it, I mean, it's it's still it's like it's like it makes it different for me. Um, I don't want to necessarily make an age thing, and I'm sorry if I made it sound that way. But we're like let's just say that we're different places in our lives than we would have been. Like uh, well, that's what I, like, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. It, it tends to mean a little more now. It's almost like when you're younger, you take it for granted in a way. You know what I'm saying? And it's still, it's so much, you know, it's like a, a labor of love or whatever, you know. Because yeah. music is ingrained in your soul. It's yeah. so hard to let it go, you know. Well, and it's like. Don't. You when don't. you're a when Can you're I just a, say don't? When you're a teenager. Don't you're, let it go. Like, when you're like 19 and you're in a band, you're writing music about girls because that's what you, like. You know, we you, obviously you, write about more than So girls, now that, you know. They still write like, about so, like, Corey, like. You've been, you're happily married, got a great wife from Manor Logo, <laughs> so appreciate her very much. Yeah. So, like, do you find yourself writing, like, where do you, f- now that you're not writing about girls like you used to when you were younger, he like, He still writes you, about girls, Omega Ghost, we got no one, right? <laughs> that, that one was real, yeah, it, it I think it kind of like, steered into that, okay. maybe through your influence. That's part of the yeah, 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 I think that's more you. Yeah, I mean, for, <laughs> for me, I will say, though, I will say, though, uh, it, I, and I've talked about this with Chris, and because sometimes Chris and I, since we've had a couple run-ins on, in other bands together that have just c- kind of crumbled before our eyes, that had a lot of momentum, um, you know, we we just look back and we just say, "Man, I wish at that point in our lives we would have done this," mm-hmm. you know. But I, I personally think I will. I don't think I would have been ready for this three, four years ago. I think I write better than I did three, four years ago. I, you know, it's just, I think writing such a craft that you do get, I think you just keep getting better and better. And I think it's up to kind of like your energy level to sound fresh or not, you know? Sure. If that. you're low on energy and shit, it, it, you can see why some artists, like, as they get older, they write more and more dull shit. You know, they start to get a little dull. Yeah, the, fu- the flame goes yeah. out. Yeah. Keep that energy up yeah. and I, match it with some solid writing. Well, I'll tell you what, for you guys who have not seen Malibu Blackout yet, the energy is still fucking there. You guys kill it. Uh, Chris is fucking well in the... Chris is sweating his ass off back there. Yeah, and uh, you guys are always you guys are always killing it. Um, it's a... <laughs> you know, the things that make me happy are probably things that might s- seem like I'm uh, making fun of, but they're not actually... But I'm actually what I like the most. Like, for instance, like, Corey is a bigger guy. Tall, big. Like, so when you hold a guitar, it looks tiny. <laughs> Meanwhile, Woody. <laughs> Woody's got this giant bass, and I'm like, what, okay, what, so, can so, we talk the, about <laughs> those bass notes, though? The bass notes were killing me the last yeah. time I saw y'all at the basement. That was really nice. I like a busy bass player. Yeah, what, what I am enjoying yeah. every time a bass player goes high on the neck, I'm happy. Yeah. This is fine with nice. me, especially with a trio situation. You're filling, both of you are filling all of that space. Right. You know, both guitar and bass are filling all of the space in between the vocals. And the, you know, the drums are holding down that heartbeat, holding down that. Mm-hmm. That's cool, man. Heartbeat of America. Killing Thank it you. for the bass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I will out. say the. Uh, I'm shouting out. It's like we talked <laughs> about earlier. Like, because I know you guys, maybe we're making too many jokes, but I, I will say that you guys do kill it. I have fun every time I go see you guys, and you—if listeners out there, you need to go see these guys. Um, first of all, go support our boy Chris mm-hmm. and his band. And yeah. uh, Corey's been on the show plenty of times, you know, and uh, with his 
become quickly becoming a friend since I've seen him all the time at these gigs. Busting, I, and actually, busting my podcast cherry here. Well, yeah, and Damn, also, uh, well, I think we've be- we've become friends because your wife and my girlfriend have become friends. So it, yes. Yeah. So now we we have to become friends now. It's that's yeah. it's official. My my girlfriend has somebody to speak Spanish to. So yes. Oh, that's nice. right. I've seen you two together. I've seen this. So. Um, no, but I, again, I don't want to. Uh, we make a lot of jokes on the show, but seriously, I I love uh, watching you guys play. I love seeing my boys do good too. I love seeing people that I'm friends with doing good, and you guys are killing it right now. I'm so glad that uh, that we get you guys here locally in town. I'm so glad we got you guys on the show. I'm so glad my boy Chris gets to be a part of such a good group of friends because I see you guys out there playing, and the way that you guys are on stage too is so funny because. You guys all have a little bit of a different dynamic that plays off each other. Like Chris is back there, like wilding out, like like the fucking like uh like, like animal from the Muppets. yeah like 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 animal, and then fucking what is up there just perfectly still just grooving, just fucking yeah. grooving yeah. out, you know, yeah. and fucking uh, Corey's up there with his tiny guitar. <laughs> <laughs> It, it, I'd like to see you with an actual junior guitar <laughs> one day. Yeah, let's play a Yukon one song yeah. at least or something. But yeah. you guys fucking kill I don't think it. A is, is, is not as great, yeah. long as No, but it, is, yeah, I tell you what, though, it, it adds to the fucking allure of your guys' band with like the whole thing you got going on with the sound and the logo. And like, you guys are killing it. I'm super proud to say that you guys are on the show, and I'm super proud to be friends with you guys. And uh, I hope many, uh, I know you guys are going to kill it. So thank you for. Uh, yeah. Keep a lookout for us. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, MalibuBlackout.com. Got lots on the horizon. And uh, we'll be opening up for Leonard Skinner before you know it. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Uh, we're still looking to put together that, uh, that that Sherry Buzz Present show. Uh, Miss Faith Kelly right here has a show coming in February at Mayday Brewery. Nice. So we'll be looking at that. Um, and where, where are we, February? You guys are. February 9th, I believe, yeah. is a Saturday. Oh, we're going to be... A little ways out. We're going to be in Cuba that weekend, actually. It's too bad. So, but I will smoke a Cuban cigar for you. I appreciate On the night. Hell yeah. Bring me one back if you can stink it up your butt. Or just, just drink no, a little we, we rum, dog. Yeah. Bring some <laughs> rum for us. Mm-hmm. You know what? I think you can legally bring Cubans back now, but I will still put one on my butt just for you, Chris. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I want that fresh Tony Dew special. Uh, I'll get you that, that butt. Damn it. I After that back in the U.S., US. we're supposed to Put smell like cow shit, but I think that's a uh, cow right shit. I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but check us out, guys. We're going to have t-shirts. We're going to have a store coming up. Maybe get some video going soon, but yeah, check us out. We Hell good. Yeah. We good. Yeah, two more singles. One's coming in January. One's coming in March. And then we just plan on doing I'll that tell you for what, a while. Guys, after. I woke up this morning un- cause just because I knew you guys were coming on the show tonight, and... Uh, now maybe it's partial because Chris is my boy, so it might be it's his song. But I woke up this morning with that song in my head, Chris's song. Like I, I, I just fucking. Which I've been one? Knocking at you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> was coming dude, up. We'll have that one soon. Mm-hmm. So yeah. good one. go see these guys, man. You will not be disappointed. Yeah. And we uh, yeah. We give out free condoms too at the shows. Mm-hmm. So everyone's safe. Now a little blackout condoms, because yep. if you black out, you need a condom. Let's hope you can, yeah. Anyways, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You take anything else, guys? What else y'all want? What y'all got? What do you got? Anything? Uh, no. Awesome. Well, thank you to uh, <laughs> thank you to Mayday Brewery. Thank you to Ray Kavaka. Let's go get drunk. Uh, yeah, follow us. Thank, thanks for the follow fans that listen. 
Top follow us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and I'm pretty sure all those places you can also fi- find My Little Blackout. Yeah, follow so. us on Spotify, man. Yeah. Put, us in one, put us in one of your playlists. That Dude, way, you know. Helps a tremendous it, yeah. amount. Follow yeah. us, put us in playlists. Or if you're an Apple Actually, person, we're there too. Chris, you just brought me Amazon. Something yeah. well, that we haven't talked about but uh, in a couple of weeks. But we do have a Share Your Buzz playlist on Spotify. All the bands that we've had on the nice. show, including that little blackout, yeah. or, we're now on Spotify. So you can find, like, God damn it. I don't know why that keeps. I'm going to kill myself. But, so, uh, don't do that. <laughs> well, this. Because, I, dude, I, I, I want our podcast to sound professional. And so this, 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 this buzzing is killing me. But, uh,. You could find Malibu Blackout, uh, Ruma Madre, uh, Charles the Atlantic, Faith Kelly, all the bands we've had on the last year or so. They're all on the Share Your Buzz playlist on Spotify. So it's a good playlist. You yeah, guys gotta check go it check out. them out. Find them. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, check that out. Uh, Man Behind the Curtain. All these. Like, it doesn't matter if you're into like uh, Latin music or reggae or pop or rock. It's all, got some country. You know. Oh yeah, Ben Jarrell is on there. Stuff, yeah, go find everybody on there. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Marcella, Marcella Pinea and Stephanie Allington, all these people, they're all on there. So go check them out. Yeah, work out to some Malibu Blackout, man. Let's yeah. get you pumped up. You can work out to Malibu you Blackout. Lift an extra five oh, pounds. put on your leggings. Yeah, you're going to increase your you got That's what you guys need. <laughs> yeah, with your, right? with, dude, with that dope-ass logo, you need Malibu Blackout, like, uh, leggings. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two different directions. It screams. Your cocaine. logo on the side of a speedboat, just <laughs> oh, dude, cruising dance oh, for the ladies. Oh, the damn. Right across the butt. On the back, yep. Mm. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> see ya. All right, guys, see you next week. <laughs>